Hi everyone, welcome to the first ever episode of the Altruistic Traveller podcast. Um, I'm so happy to have my dear friend Nazreen, an advocate for equality in Nepal and around the world here with me. Um, Nazreen is the founder of a Nepali fair trade organisation called Local Women's Handicrafts and NGO Lokwam that I have been lucky enough to be volunteering with for these past um, two months. The, both organisations are helping the women here in Nepal, but let's talk with Nazreen more to find out a little bit more about the work that she is doing here. Hi Nazreen. Hello, namaste. Hello everybody. <laughs> so nice to have you here. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear and share my story and my vision with all of you. Thank you. So let's start with um, what made you decide to start Local Women's Handicraft? Um, I feel Local Women's Handicraft didn't come with plan or a strategy. It came through the experience and the experience was when I was very young I um, I became I was the victim of child labor and sweatshop and I felt very very trapped in there and I had zero rights towards um, human rights I can say and my condition was very very worst so slowly when I started to know about the world I felt like there's supposed to be not any women or any children supposed to be making things unfairly because um, I believe that each individual or each human beings deserve a human rights, a basic human rights and um, there's a lot of corporations and a lot of different type of energy people that takes away some people's rights and I'm working towards to make our world more fair for every each individual and I do that through my own experience. I know how it feels to be a young labor. I know how it feels to be a child labor. I know how it feels to be a sweatshop victim. And uh, that is the worst things happens to me, but I also take it as very positive. And I'm trying to make it part positive in other people's lives by creating a space and good environment in local women's handicraft that I want to see in the world. Thank you. It's so brave of you because, you know, coming here in Nepal and seeing like so many shops and so many things and, you know, the prices being so cheap and no one's really asking like where did this come from um, to be able to start a shop and, you know, really be a voice for fair trade and help people to understand like what it means and, and to educate them that yes, there are actually still 1.6 million child laborers in Nepal, not all in the fashion industry, but you know, in the farming industry. So, you know, it's really nice to be able to have that place where people can just become educated and to really follow your story and really just understand how important um, fair trade is. So, w what would you say some of the biggest achievements are so far in local women's handicraft? Um, the biggest achievement I feel every day is uh, when I see a woman coming to our center and being very, very, like their head is so down, they will not even look at my eyes or they will not make eye contact with me and they will be like so frightened and scared. And like right in like two or three months, they're like, their whole attitude is changing. They started to look up, they started to talk to you. They started to discuss things. They started to ask questions. And those 
or the beautiful moment to see in the women and the challenge is challenge is like when some of women husband says like don't go to that place because you are going to be a different woman and I don't need you it makes me so heartbreak no? broke <laughs> and uh, it's like so hard and as a single girl running a store or running this fair trade business is very very uh, challenging because every like none like in Nepal or like the place that I come from uh, as long as girl are like as soon they turn um, 18 20 or 23 they must get married and they must have family and they're supposed to be not running business because running a business all these things it's not a women work they're supposed to be inside the house they're supposed to have the children so when you do the things which is completely new and the culture have brainwashed for thousands of years it's quite shaky like it's people really get so like even my women get so much in intense like is this right or is this wrong like it's it's the process of changing and what i feel is even just talking about it i'm just planting the seed and this will come out maybe in two years or five years and that is why like now if you see uh, there's like so many other stores are like starting to talk about women's rights so many of the stores they are like talking about fair trade because somebody have spoke about that that is why it's there so um the biggest challenge again is coming from the society that have been brainwashed for thousands of years and they simply don't want to accept it and they don't want to like say like it's the right thing so we get a lot of um, negative feedbacks and it's very very struggling to take on and still do the things what I believe in you know and what the what it's supposed to be for human and yeah yeah I completely understand I mean going against the way that people have been doing things for so many years and you know really standing up and saying like hey we can do things differently um, but yeah. you know I, I feel like um, through the center these women have um, been able to find another way is that how you feel seeing the women progress and, and you know seeing the women first come into the center being really shy but then uh, you know months later after training how, how have you seen the change in them yeah um, so once they come in the beginning as I said like very very down but slowly like in each month they have like 10% change 20% change and there is a there is one point where she had the skills where she had this type of money for herself and there is also a motivation behind like all those women like me or like my younger sister or like my other women who have been through the same situation and they have been something different they become the positive mirror for those women and they started to like okay like uh, she's from the same culture and she have done this so why can't I and they become very very creative and that is why just last this month one of the women she was cooking uh, for us like all, for all the women um, snacks and things and uh, she opened her own restaurant now because she had enough money to open her own business the other women she was a designer and um, she did really really good and designing and she had also enough money and she was like okay I'm well trained now I can go and do my own things 
and she have found her own stores and she is running her own business now like when I look back her life like two years back she was like very down she's not even able to talk and say hello and publicly right now she's running a business that's like completely transforming her life not only her life but her coming generation like she will teach her daughter to be a businesswoman she will teach her son to be a businessman you know and teach that equality that she didn't get in her life so i feel like um it's something makes the program that we are doing it does not just give you but it makes you and it forces you to become creative and i feel we human came on this earth to make as beautiful we can well it's um certainly apparent that you know you've inspired so many people including myself mm -hmm. Um, I guess, you know, I like to say that sometimes we can't really change people, but if we can just be like a mirror of what, you know, we believe is right, then those people can become inspired. And, you know, the women that have started the businesses, I mean, I'm sure that other women will be inspired by her. And, you know, this is, this is where change um, really happens. Um, so you were talking about, you know, your commitment to the environment. And I know that with both Local Women's Handicrafts and Lockwarm, um, you are quite committed to environment environmental sustainability so tell us a little bit more about that yeah um, I feel like in our world we have so much things that we don't need and uh, we become somehow I feel like we have been tricked by media or corporation that brainwash us that things will make us happy uh, my women's works with um, like thousands year old culture like we had the ethical fashion that people used to weave on the machine like wood machine like still in my center right now we have a machine which is 100 year old and we weave in there and we use like all the leftover scraps from the workshop and we don't throw any and we make really beautiful rugs and um, carpets and like cushion cover laptop cover like so many other things that you can go to our web page and check out um, as well as like I, um, once I started to travel all around the world, I felt like our housing system is uh, quite like we made some of our houses like with concrete, with a lot of bricks, and I found out recently that these concrete houses is not eco-friendly. It can literally take um, the, make the tree smaller and. Um, it, it is very bad for the environment. So I came with the understanding like how, why don't we make the house which is like we can build with the recycle bottles, we can do the cob cartes, we can make with the mars. And you know, I remember when I was very, very young, my house and village was made out of mud and cob cartes. And I remember like we never needed a fan, we never needed a, like, like heater to heat our house because the house was made like in the winter it's warm in the summer it's cold so why we are losing those types of invention that we already had before so i want to bring that back and uh, make the house uh, with recycle with like eco-friendly that we don't need so much like heating system or the fan systems or like all this that we have right now. Um, we can be much more eco-friendly, I feel that way.
So Lockwarm mm-hmm. is your NGO, which is associated with local women's handicrafts. And I know you have um, beautiful plans for the future for that to help um, some more people in need. Um, so tell us a little bit more about Lockwarm and your visions for that future. I know it also involves a lot of environmental, sustain, environmentally sustainable initiatives. Yeah. Um, so basically, Lockwarm is acronym for local organization comprised of women offering mentorship. First of all, I came with this name because I feel like men have ruled our our world for such a long, long, long time. And I want women to participate as equally men is doing right now. And when I was doing the research, like in Nepal, only 0.1% women is entrepreneur. Like in Nepal, women are not still allowed to give the citizenship to her children. Like there's so much data that I can bring and I can talk forever, which is like very against, like women does not have so much right as we supposed to have. Um, so that's like first fight to like to um, to bring the equality through this nonprofit. Um, the second thing is I felt um, I feel like uh, women needs to have a space somewhere because they have been discriminated by for so long. So they need definitely extra care. And for extra care, I'm thinking to set up a women's empowerment center where we can give them the skill training, but as well as business training, as well as like what is the human rights and uh, like all these awareness classes so they can become a force for future. Um, I was also feeling like a lot of the um, school children, they are, um, they are going to the school and they're learning all about how to make money and how to, how to be like competitive and like all the time like you have the force in your life that you need to become something that have money. And I feel like it's opposite. We need to become who we are. And for that reason, I am uh, trying to bring mom to go and empower herself. And the same, same area, the women children can go to the school and learn about how to grow things, how to be sustainable, how to be eco-friendly which education they actually need for this life, you know. Uh, we don't need to learn so much about, um, like, controlling over the world. We can learn of opposite, like, how to be compassionate, how we, how to be loving, and how to be service to others. So um, through this school, I will love to, like, change some of the curriculum that nobody is teaching right now. And I want the children to be just children, not to be, like, something that keep, like, hundred children in the school and tell them to become who the school teacher wants them to become you know I want them who they are that's the first lesson that we want to bring to the children Um, so also there will be a health clinic and health clinic will be all about like working to uh, working against uh, pharmaceutical medicine Uh, when I was very very young I became sick with uh, pneumonia and I was nearly died and and my parents they started to take me all sort of pharmaceutical medicine and it didn't help me and I was like literally dying my parents were like counting I died today or tomorrow Um, and eventually like the village doctor came and he just gave me like he was not even educated man and 
he he had just a good experience like how to make herbal medicine and he gave me that herbs and I started to recover and that became so inspiration in my life that I feel and I don't take like even I get sick today life I never take the, like all this like medicine that people like take it very very quickly like sometimes I take when it's like unbearable and I like I have no choice but I feel there is nature have given us enough resources to heal ourselves so for that reason for that understanding I am wanting to open a herbal medicine workshop where people can grow their own herbs and turn them into herbal medicine and distribute to the community as well as they can export and it can become a slowly social entrepreneur all those things and my whole idea in the last is how can I bring all these women that we have trained and we have empowered in the conference and invite actually not only Nepali or Indian or Afghanistan women but as well as the world women together to share who they are, to share who they want to be, to share like how much actually harmony they they can offer to the world and I feel right now we are completely imbalanced because it starts from our own house like brother treated differently and the sister get treated differently so as soon we become equal to everything and um, like more harmonic it will be the world vibration will be much more beautiful much more peaceful and much more loving well, um, such an admirable vision because no doubt that the way that we're doing things now just aren't working. I mean, uh, there is so much harm to our environment being done and I think that it's time to take another direction and I think that the women and the people that will hear this story, it might just plant the seed that, hey, there might just be another way that we can live instead of like comp competing against each other and harming our environment and using all the resources something is definitely you know missing in what we're doing and I think it takes a lot of bravery to stand up and say hey let's do something differently let's maybe go back to what we were doing a long time ago because perhaps somewhere along the line we started to make a mistake and you know I think more people are starting to feel that way and it really is becoming a community of individuals that kind of want to work together now instead of working against each other so really um, I think the visions for Lokwam are just so wonderful and can't wait to see how everything turns out and how we can get a really great community of people together um, to assist us. Um, just lastly, I know I've sat in with you to interview a lot of your women and, you know, talk to them about their lives and, and you always ask them the question, um, if there was one thing that you would say to the women of this world, um, what would it be? So I want to sort of throw that question back at you and say, you know, if there was one thing you would say to the women of this world, what would it be? <laughs> I feel like that's quite a deep question and um, what I feel, like, if I need to give one message to the whole world women. The message would be to forgive everybody, to forgive even yourself that you have made mistake and start the love and um, start to care about everything that you were procrastinating and start 
thinking about how you can be service to other that will be my message thank you and i'm sure we have um, some men listening as well and of course you know we you know women are only half the population so what would you say to the men of this world how how can they support us how how can they support this world how how can they be a part of the change i in my life i have so many beautiful men in my life and i feel like without them i am incomplete to make us complete we both need to play 50 50 and that will become 100 and 100 is infinite love and um, so if they start to participate it's not only i will feel love or the women will feel love but as well as the men will feel the same harmonic harmonic energy that we all are missing and uh, i feel like once you like i know that men have somewhere like the controlling things have not come from the good man but it's come from the some like if i go more deeper i feel like in every woman there is half man and half women and in every man is half women and half men so basically everything exists in us so if all of us started to look where i'm hurting and where it comes from all this problem will get solved i feel because all these problems we create we literally create it so how can we solve that and my request and uh, my message to the all men are like they need as equal rights as women needs and we all are one like simply we all are one and we all i have the same message for them to forgive themselves forgive like all around that hurt them or you know make them sad forgive everything and start to feel the love the same the same message for everybody it wasn't only for the women it was for children it was for men and women and every being that exists right now in the planet you know yes i completely agree with you um but thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us and i know you're leaving today to go and speak at the international foreign trade association where she's going to share her story and educate people that have been making a lot of money of um cheap labor for a long time and explain to them that hey there is somebody that made those things that you're buying and you know there are people that that work and that need to be paid a fair wage so um have a great journey mm-hmm. if you want to find any more information about local women's handicraft and lockwom you can visit www.lockwom.org or www.lwhnepal.com um thanks so much for tuning in to the first episode of the altruistic traveler and i can't wait to bring you more stories from influential change makers around the world